Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? Let me tell you how tired I am. Let me tell you how tired I am. Whew. My son had a uh, tournament in Vegas this past uh, Memorial Weekend, and um, we were able to stay for, I would say, most of it. I mean, the tournament, I think he got out there Thursday night with the team. We had to leave. We, we, we actually got the opportunity to leave early Friday. So we got the Friday and the Saturday game, and um, I think they got a championship game on Monday. They had the championship game on Monday, and he played well. I, the, the game we, the game we, the games we were able to see, he played solid. And as soon as we leave, we get a text that he dropped thirty. So there's that. But it had it had inspired me though. It motivated me. He said, "Yo, Baylor, you got to get back out there and start hooping again." You know what I mean? And I got an ego when it comes to hooping because I play for Fremont Eastside. You know, we uh, we praise ourselves on, on playing defense. That's what we did. We locked in on cats because we never had to worry about the offense. The offense was all always there. It's that defense, right? So, uh, what was it? Memorial Day. We chilling. Son still in Vegas, hooping. We back at the crib. Um, not much to do that day. Uh, even though I do work on holidays, uh, I got the opportunity to get a little bit of time off. You know what I'm saying? Before work. And uh, my wife went to a Pilates class, and I said, fuck it, I'll just go to the gym with you or whatever. Here's where I got to check my ego. Because I said, I'm going to hoop. I didn't think nobody was going to be at the gym on Memorial on Memorial Day, actually, you know what I mean? I'm thinking Cass is going to be at least prepping, at least for that time. Prepping for the barbecue and getting in that pool. But the weather been kind of funky lately in L.A. Uh, it's cracking in, in Vegas, though. That heat is out out there in Vegas. But in L.A., it's like a thirty, it's like a 20 to 30 degree difference right now, which is crazy. Anyhow, I said, I'll go hoop while you go do your little Pilates thing. And there's that. Got there. You know, and I'm not going to lie to you. This is where I check. This is where I check my ego. This is where I stay humbled at. Is that I knew going in to go hoop. Once I seen cats running back and forth, I was like, all right, they hoop. So now it's like, you know, initially I was just going to go in there and, and throw up a couple of shots. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. You know, nothing, nothing major. Just go out there, get a couple of shots up, a couple of layups up and shit like that. And that was it. But I saw cats running back and forth. So I said, oh, they hoop. I'm about to just jump back into the fire. 12 cow. I said, I'm about to jump back into the fire. I stayed humble, though, because um, my ego said, look at the talent. You know what I'm saying? These are we this is street ball initially. You know what I'm saying? These are just everyday cats. Some of them are youngsters, some are some cats are around my age, some cats are older. It's all mixed and mingled up in there. D diverse too. You know what I'm saying? Anything from black, white, uh, Asian, you know, Indian, all that. So we just we in there, you know, different type of like I said, anywhere between a teenager 
and somebody in their fifties. Very diverse. Um, I humbled myself. Uh, walked around the court, asked who had next, as if I've been hooping. I haven't been hooping consistently in years. I'm talking about before the pandemic, I was shut down. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, it, it was just one of those things where I let work, family, and use every other excuse to say, uh, nah, I ain't got time to hoop. You know, where before hooping, that was, that's my first love right there. You know, I, that's how I was going to start off the episode. 12 Cal would have loved it. I was going to start out by saying, yo, me and my wife went to the gym and my first love bumped into me and I could not turn down the opportunity just to get the crowd rolling. But my first love is basketball. Anyhow, walk around court asking who's next. Um, I had to wait a game. Then I was on with the next five. Get on with the next five. You know me, I've done this when I was in shape. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was, I check out both teams to see who I'm going to be guard. Now, my ego stepped down a notch and said, be humble, little bro. Because you stepping on court, it's not about the talent. Because immediately, I judge niggas just based off of their talent while they hooping. You know what I'm saying? Nothing offensive. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to offend anybody. I don't, it's not like I say anything or whatever, but I'm going to judge you by the way you hoop. And it's not to, uh, again, it's nothing against your game. It's just let me know how I need to defend you. And the last thing I want to do is pick up the guy that's running around a lot. Not only did I get one of those, but he had an unorthodox shot. So for my regular listeners out there, for my casual listeners out there, this applies to y'all too. Even, even though this is a sports reference, I want you to understand this in life. The guy I had to guard was not only a busybody, but he had an unusual way of shooting the rock and getting the rock off and making it. So I have two things to worry about. My stamina and the way I guard him because he could throw some wild shit up that looked like it might be off and that shit go right in. So let, let me just break this down to you. I finished the game 0-1, a couple of rebounds and a few assists and immediately asked for a sub. I'm going to tell you why. I knew going into the game that my stamina was trash. Keep in mind, you know how Cats used to say, Man, I ain't played basketball in about three, four months. When you were in shape and hooping consistently, not hooping for three to four months is a long fucking time. Try a couple of years. I'm talking about years of not playing. And I'm talking about consistently running, going to, from gym to gym or from park to park to go hoop. Now, nah, you know, when you hoop so much that you got hooping friends. You got you got cats that you don't necessarily you can if you want to, but you don't necessarily have to exchange numbers. Y'all just meet up at the same location at the same time on the same day. And, you know, cats, you, the, 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 that's like, you know, how they say you got work husbands and, and, and work wives and shit like that. These are your hooping cats. These are your this is like this is like I'm pretty sure. Shout out to the What Up Though uh, podcast. Uh, Otis and Mike, I'm pretty sure they got cigar buddies. You know what I'm saying? Or liquor 
buddies and shit like that. Shit that they do that's a part of their hobbies, but they don't necessarily kick it with these niggas outside of uh, smoking and drinking. And that's the same thing with basketball. You meet up, you know, I, I, and that's not for all cats, but usually that's how we did it. Like, I don't want, I don't want no new friends. I just want to be cool with you off the court. You might be an asshole off the court. You know what I'm saying? You might be a troublemaker off the court. You know, I'm, you know, a nigga get old if he say, if he call a nigga a troublemaker. <laughs> he call, hey, a nigga call you a troublemaker. That nigga life has changed. That nigga don't stay in the hood no more. Um, or, or his, his life just changed. Anyhow, that's the cat that I ended up with though. The unorthodox shot and the nigga that runs around. <sighs> let me, let me explain something to y'all. My first run up and down, meaning spread on offense, get back on defense. I was tired, boss. Chess had a knot in it. You know what I'm saying? Every, Foul call, every out of bounds call, every call that was argued, which is a lot in the pickup games. I took full advantage of not saying anything and trying to catch my breath. It was just another reason for me to look at those NBA niggas and say, and even Braun in this, in, in this extent, like this nigga has been playing in the league since he was 18, straight out of high school. And this nigga, I'm two years older than this nigga Braun. You know what I'm saying? So for this nigga to be playing the bat, ba- to be playing basketball at the level that he's playing at the age that he's doing that, I understand when that nigga got to sub out more than you know. But then this nigga play 40 minutes a game or one game and put up these crazy ass numbers. It's like, geez, Louis, like I can't do that no more. I can't do that no more. I don't think I. For, it's a lot of shit that Bron can do that we will never be able to do. But the fact that that nigga's doing it and he's he's 10, 15, and in some, and in some cases, um, listen, we wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. We'll be, never do some shit to Brian, Kobe, MJ, none of them niggas would be able to do on that level. With that being said, whoo, nigga, I'm still tired. When my wife was done with her class, I was sitting down for about 10 minutes before her class was over. She talking about it's just one game at a at a time, Ron. I didn't even want to talk to my wife. Like, nigga, why are you talking to me? <laughs> why are you talking to me? Hmm? Like, I know that Pilates whooped your ass. Just imagine running up and down that goddamn court. Why are you talking to me, wife? Huh? I know what I gotta do. I gotta get in shape. I gotta get in shape. And I wasn't in shape. That's where I was humbled. Because even though I wasn't worried about the talent. My ego was like, you can still dog these niggas. No, my first shot at Tim was airball. I'm not going to lie to you. In warm-ups, I was looking nice. Nigga ran down, ran back on defense, ran down, ran back on defense. Couple of times before I got the rock, pulled that shit from my sweet spot. Airball. Yeah. Yeah, I was tired. And, but you know where the humbleness came in at? As soon as we won again, because we whooped their ass. I really didn't benefit outside of playing a couple of defensive stops. And I played some solid defense. But that nigga that I had to, you know, play defense against, even though I played well on him, that nigga still had about six points on me. No, I take that back. I'm thinking I'm thinking regular uh, scoring in the NBA. He had three buckets. So he had he had he had three, a total of three. He didn't make none of them weird ass uh, three pointers, though. 
And, and there was one time he flashed across the paint. If it wasn't for that help side defense. <laughs> but I, but here's where the humbleness came in at. I told my team immediately when we won a game, hey, y'all go pick up another one. I'm done. I'm done. And then I went to the nigga in a purple shirt. And I said, yo, good game. I hated chasing you around. Real talk. I ain't got no shame in my game, bro. I'm not trying to impress nobody but myself now. That's the thing. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna impress myself. I don't even care about it. Yo, shout out, shout out to um, I got it's a it's a couple, it's a couple of podcasters that I need to shout out. But I got to give Uncle Dolomite from Too Much Game Podcast. I got to give him a lot of love on his most recent episode. Um, he talks about a lot of stuff. I mean, that's the purpose. If you look at the title of his podcast, it's Too Much Game. So. Common sense to tell you, you're going to get a lot of gems over there. And you have. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, ego-wise, I don't follow podcasters that got mediocre uh, or, you know, if it's trash, nah. Nah, He, but he did talk about supporting black businesses. Some businesses, podcast businesses, I'm not fucking with. Y'all niggas is wasting my time on the mic. But he did talk about how we are hypocrites and what and where we spend our money because and I feel that as a content creator, because um, as a person who does make his merch, I make everything hand by hand. I don't literally make the shirts or the sweaters, assholes, but all the content alone, I have to weed out. You know what I'm saying? I have to wait for the ship. I got to uh, order, ship out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, receipt, wait for uh, shipping. You know, and get this shit done. Take time out of my. And this is not me. This is not a complaint or anything like that. But this is what a lot of black creators or black businesses go through is that I know there's a lot of businesses that will mess you over um, and, and that might be black or whatever. But I think Uncle Dolomite said it best where, yeah, you're going to deal with a lot of bullshit when it comes to our black folks or whatever. But there's other black businesses out there that need your support to get to where these white businesses that you support. You know what I'm saying? If you get a defected T-shirt from uh, Louie or something like that, maybe and even in that case, some of you niggas might not even know. Y'all might not even care. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might live with that instead of sending it back because it took you all almost three weeks to get you know what I'm saying? That was another thing where y'all might complain about the customer service and things like that. Shit, you really don't get no customer service from these other businesses. You know what I'm saying? Even though they still deliver and they got storefronts that you can go to. A lot of these black businesses are working out of their home. You can't just pull up to they, where they live at and be like, yeah, and I get a shirt. Some of them niggas, if they, especially like me, I'm, well, I live every bit about being a private merch dealer. I don't have no nothing in stock. If you niggas try to come and rob me for merch, you're going to be practicing because I don't have nothing stocked up. You know what I mean? Because I, I haven't stuck with anything, you know, but I I hear the stories about y'all y'all spending two, three and up. That That's probably the bare minimum that you're going to spend on something. And even that two and three is probably a discount. You feel me? So everything else is up, right? And then I hear stories like, nigga, I ordered that shit a month, maybe a month and a half and just got the shipping info. You know what I'm saying? Or just got the alert that it's being shipped out. You know what I'm saying? Anything past three weeks raises a red flag for me. But y'all will let that shit roll if, uh, if, if it's a huge name attached to it already. Yeah, y'all let these niggas slide. 
Y'all let them slide all, all the time, but y'all let them slide because of the name. And I know y'all going to say, well, in defense, that name has always, always been there. And we know that they got the money to replace it. All right, dog. I think you need to look into these black biz- businesses a little bit more before hurrying up and spending money then. Go check, go check the comments. Go, go check the reviews. You know what I'm saying? Go check all the other uh, social media platforms that they're a part of and see how they interact with people and see if that shit is really popping or not. Because I ran into a, a black business and, and they got me for some fraud. That don't mean I'm going to stop supporting. I'm just not going to support them anymore. But let me get back to this ego shit. I just it it, it went on somewhere because I had to get some love to, to 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 Uncle Dolomite in his podcast and that in that section. I'm sorry I had to stare off, but a lot of shit has you know deal with ego too. But back to this basketball shit. Um, yeah, nigga, I was tired. I was tired. Now I could have manned up, and my ego could have kicked in and said I could run another game. But my body said no. <laughs> but my body. My body's telling me no, baby. Now, and that's how it felt. That's how it felt. I was tired, boss. And I know I need to get in shape. You know what I'm saying? I know I need to get in shape. Um, but the point is, don't think you're going to, just because you used to do some shit back in the day, just because you used to be popping or something like that, you can't go too, you can't go too long with uh, what you had been doing and then you can just come back to it and everything could be Gucci. No, you still got no pun. You still got to work at that shit. You got to humble yourself, too. You're not the person that you used to be. You're supposed to be better than the person that you used to be. You could always upgrade. Even if you're a flawless type of nigga, you could do better. Don't let your ego get in front of you and say, oh, because I used to do this, because I used to do that, oh, because I used to run with them. Yo, and that's, that's one of the things about these niggas with these war stories. I know I, I know y'all heard me say about it uh, in one of my podcasts previously about niggas always want to tell me they war stories just because I'm from L.A. and I'm associated or I've been associated with the, the streets uh, and the gangs that come with them, right? When I don't care, I don't care what you did back in the day. Can you uh, support your child on daughter day uh, on daughter day uh, daughter daddy daycare day? Whatever that do- what did I say? Daddy daughter dance. I said daycare. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to those? Are you at your son AAU games or baseball games, football games? You know what I'm saying? Are you buying property? Are you opening up businesses? Let me hear that, those war stories. I don't care that in 1997, you socked three niggas out that tried to jump you and, and stood on one of those niggas' chests. Like, I don't care. That had nothing to do with it. It didn't help me none. Didn't help me at it. As a matter of fact, you just wasted my time because I could have been thinking of something dope until you said something. You know what I mean? Don't let your ego get in front, bro. I know nobody care about who you socked out. It's good. No, and, and here, here, here's the thing. When you meet somebody new or even when, when you with your homies, your fellas, your homegirls, y'all going to bring up the old shit that y'all, y'all did back in the day. It's something to just have a dope conversation about. You could be teaching. You could be informed. You could be entertaining niggas that never knew about your story. Or you could just be reliving the nostalgic feeling in, in, in your body with your homies and stuff like that. And I get it. I get it. But I know when niggas is talking to me about shit that they did in the streets because they're trying to look for some type of what? Acknowledgement? I don't care how many bodies you got. Now I'm going to stay away from you. (laughs) 
you just messed up a potential friendship. I don't <laughs> what I tell I told cats before, especially cats in a podcast game. I don't care about being friends with y'all. I got my homies. You know what I mean? It's cool that I can uh, be associated with, with cats that, that lived a certain lifestyle that I could relate to. Uh, obviously, we're in the same field because we podcasters and stuff like that. And I'm cool with building friendships, but it ain't going to be the same as my day ones. You know what I'm saying? And I probably can't trust you like that. But, nigga, I'm 40. What I look like getting best friends at 40? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I they, you do got the big mics of the world, OTR. You know what I'm saying? You do got the Murphs. You know what I'm saying? The Goldie. That's Goldie. Goldie is my brother. And he don't even know it. I fucks with Goldie so heavy. You know, what I'm, I, I'm not afraid. I love Goldie, man. That's my, that's my dude, man. Cause we could talk on the phone for hours about video games, sports, music, and just, that's my older brother. Same thing with 12 Cal. You know what I mean? Those are cool cats. And they try, they not trying to, they not trying to be better than me. They not trying to impress me. They just real cool people. When I hear 12 Cal talk about his kids and he got kids in college and shit and they about to graduate, like, that's a flex. That's a war story that I want to hear. You, you see what I'm saying? Hey, Murph out here coaching kids. He's coaching kids. And you know what comes along with coaching when you got a good heart? You're not just coaching them, you're raising them. That's a flex. That's a war story. That's a war story I want to hear. I don't care about what y'all did in high school. I really don't. It's cool. It's entertaining. And whatever the 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 the, the conversation is at the moment, or if, if that's what we started off with, that's cool. But I don't, I really don't care. It's not, and I don't care out of disrespect. It's just my brain is not gonna be happy. That you telling me that it's just gonna be like, all right, that's cool. It's a time and place for that, and don't try to force, don't try to, don't try to force your masculinity on me, bro. That shit don't work. Just be cool, be you. Everything could be copacetic. You see what I'm saying? I'm about to go make some merch right now. Uh, that had nothing to do with anything, but um, yeah, no, your ego to tell you to 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 uh to talk your shit when you haven't even been a part of that in a in a long time all we got to do is just check our ego at the door and don't be afraid of people being uh criticizing you because it don't matter everybody get criticized everybody is insecure too and something some of it is small some of it is big over the years i've eliminated some of that though it's only a couple other things that I might be insecure about. But for the most part, I don't give a shit, dog. And it feels good. It feels good. Because sometimes you got to step out of your body and look at everybody and say, yo, everybody has not the same issues, but everybody got issues. So when you realize that everybody has issues walking around and they got to deal with it the best way they can, you will understand you will have peace inside yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do what you want to do. Create what you want to create. Talk how you, as long as you don't hurt anybody. Do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Feel more confident about whatever you do in life. Just do that shit or whatever. But don't, and don't, don't, don't hurt anybody's emotions and try not to, to harm anybody behind whatever you're doing. And then you should be Gucci. You know what I mean? That, that's literally how it goes. Check your ego. Yo, we done lost a lot of fights. We done lost a lot of lives just all off of ego. I walked away. 
before that second game started? I said, no. And then I went up to the person who potentially just did better than me offensively. Even though he lost the game, he played better individually. And I said, hey, good game. I hated chasing you around. Good game, though. And I'm out. So when I come back and they see me, they're going to be like, they might have their jokes. Like, are you, you going to be able to play more than one game? Yeah. Think I'm 40. I'm living life. My happiness is different. So the love for my basketball, it never went anywhere away, but the urge to play it did. You know, I enjoy watching these youngsters in AAU play basketball. Sometimes I live through them just watching them hoop like that, but I know damn well I can't run. I can't play 40 minutes a game. I can't play 38. I can give you a solid, yo, if we run a trap, I need a sub right after we uh, they turn that ball over and we go up. Call the timeout after that, coach. Please come get me. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I, I can see all the people laughing and stuff like that, and I'm okay to say, I'm secure enough to say, man, I'm going to laugh with you. At the same time, don't get carried, carried away because there's a lot of you niggas out there, including y'all, that I'll fuck up physically. And knowing that, have me go to sleep at night very well. But since I'm not that guy anymore, <laughs> physically I am, mentally I'm not, man. Um, just out here having fun, man. But the point of this episode is you might need to go find something that, that you used to do that gave you great joy. Um, But check your ego and know that you are not that person you was before uh, when you was digging into your hobbies like that. So don't get frustrated. Take your time and let's get back to it. Yeah, it take me. It took me almost, and it's, and I'm still learning about this merch shit. I I started making merch three years ago, and if you look at the shit that I was making now, versus today, it's it's so far different. You know what I mean? Like I've I had to learn. And I had to be patient with myself. It's a lot of things that y'all bought that is still, it might look bad now. Or, I mean, truth be told, yeah. Because I didn't learn how to, to screen print up until last year. I started during the pandemic. Actually, the in the very beginning of it. That's when I started, in 2020. So, and it took me almost two years. Two, yeah, almost two years to learn how to screen print. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know how to screen print efficiently. Effectively, I should say. You know what I mean? A lot of shit that look dope, or you might not even consider it dope. I do. Because I, I look at authentic art as if it's coming from the artist, even if they make a mistake, that's a part of their art. If someone made me a hoodie and it didn't look like the same exact one next to the one that somebody else bought, I wouldn't even be mad if he did everything by hand. I like that. I appreciate that because I bought it straight from the dealer. Whatever mistake that dealer made, that's a part of his art. That's not even a mistake to me, unless I consider it something like like a high end. And not not to say you can have a high end within your brand that looks different. So I might have a Baylorism hoodie, uh, 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 Mike's boxing, uh, Mike's Ring Kings boxing club hoodie. Right. It's going to look it's going to have a sporty, but business look to it and but if i wanted to sell you a shirt that and and it'd be in the same ballpark as a louis or a gucci 
I would design it a certain way. I would even use a different type of shirt. I wouldn't even use the same shirt. I use a high end quality shirt. You see what I'm saying? So, but if I make a mistake on it, I don't feel like I made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? If a, a bit of paint drop onto the shirt, I think it should be, that's me. That's my art. And that's going to be my audience. You know what I mean? That's why I, 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 I kind of dove into, um, you know, making one offs. And, and the reason why is because I don't want to sit up here and repeat everything. There will be some things that I make and then they have the same exact thing, nothing added to it, nothing taken away. That's cool. But initially my dope, dope shit is going to be one of one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to be too strict on it. I might say, all right, I know you, you know, you might see something and be like, uh, my nigga Markel bought the, the, um, uh, pray for art hoodie and somebody else might be like, I want that same exact hoodie. I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? But there's going to be some hoodies and t-shirts where I get a custom order and it's going to be made just for them. All right. Shout out to my nigga stone stone. Don't even, he don't even throw no ideas. That's my number one customer stone will go out there and just nigga send me. He'll send me a picture of his shoes then the money and say, do what you do. And then boom, two weeks, maybe a week and a half later, he got his shit. You know, he gets priority. I'm gonna tell you right now, Stone, El Torrible from Forget That Yo has priority over anybody. Podcasters, family, the only person that he can't get. If, if Jesus hit me up, Stone is right after him. Stone is in between him and Satan. Literally. That's, and then he get he got that type of pull. Like, if... When I blow up, that nigga will never have to ask for mercy in his life. He will never have to spend another dollar on me because he spent all his money on me. If you get that, shout out to Uncle Dolomite. He spent all his money on me. When I get to where I need to get to, he won't have to never spend his money on me again. That's the type of nigga I like to make merch for. Because he let's say, let your creative juices go and just give me whatever you got and i do that and i do and i don't take it lightly i try to cater everything around his personality and my personality in there and that's 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 my dude right when you want to talk about a nigga that support stone got to be up there talking about supporting black businesses I, i'm humbled because of that you know what i mean um but yeah whatever you feel like you you used to do back in the day that gave you great joy. Check your ego at the door about it and be humble about it. Be humble about it. Get back to it and take your time with it. Because next time I'm going to play two basketball games and I'm going to be tired and I'm going to have an attitude and I dare somebody call me. I will hang up on them. Yeah, I was upset. I get upset after basketball games. Now, you want to know why? Because I'm tired. I'm old, bro. Niggas is breaking down, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to punch back. I'm fighting back. Against the hands of time. You know, I know they, they undefeated. They're going to catch these hands, though. <laughs> Before I go out, they're going to catch these hands. Um, and that's it, man. That's it. I just wanted to tell y'all I did go hoop. Um, I played. I played all right. I mean, for my standards, it was bad. You know what I'm saying? But to get out there with effort, yo, give me some love, man. Give me give me some love on on, on TV. I want to, yeah, do that. Give me some love. I did what I had to do, you know, but I'm still humble and, and, um, and, uh, I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Never, don't give up on yourself. 
Don't give up on yourself. I'm talking to me. I'm not even talking to y'all niggas. <laughs>